Augustine, fourth century African bishop, refers to the Easter vigil as the mother of all vigils, the liturgy on which every liturgy turns. And that liturgy is just on the horizon for Christ's church. At the end of Holy Week, the congregation, weather permitting, the congregation will gather here in the parking lot with a stack of fat lighter, flint rock, and kindling. The mother of all vigils, Augustine says. Deep in the heart of bound creation, there's a longing for freedom, a longing for new life, a longing for, for cosmic fulfillment and reconciliation, an eager longing for the resurrection of our Lord. Someone will imagine that in this journey, the, the journey from ashes to fire, again, think Ash Wednesday to the new fire of Holy Saturday. Someone will imagine that in this journey from banishment to reconciliation, from bondage to freedom, someone will say that the healing is to be found in the journey itself. But the pilgrim knows otherwise. The pilgrim smiles and lifts her head. She knows that, that it, on the horizon, this interjection, this notion that the, the meaning might be in the journey itself, it's incorrect, it's the new fire, it's, it's the paschal shout that justifies the journey. Rabbi, we know that you're a teacher from God, that no one can do the signs that you do unless God is with him. Nicodemus is searching undercover. He's casting about coming to Jesus by night. He recognizes Jesus as someone with divine gifts, but can't quite put the whole picture together. Is it, is it a conversation they're about to have? A debate? A heart-to-heart? -heart? No, it, I think rather it seems Jesus is just cutting him off midstream. Truly, Truly, I, I say to you, says Jesus, unless one is born anew, you cannot see the kingdom of God. You cannot experience the fullness of the kingdom. Unless you are born from above, the blessing of the new fire may escape you. You must be born of the Spirit. These questions that Nicodemus brings to Jesus are almost intuitive. Your longing tells you that being born anew will provide the freedom you seek, but there are so many things that would deceive you, that would divert you from the draw of the new fire at the opening to the empty tomb. The inability of Nicodemus to take on the kingdom of God in Jesus, it parallels, it anticipates your own stubbornness, my own stubbornness, when it comes to having ears that will hear and eyes that will see. Paul does well to remind us that no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. 
all who embark, everyone, every person who embarks on the journey from ashes to fire, from banishment to reconciliation, everyone does so with intent and purpose. But all of us, everyone, land in the ditch. The church does well during the season of Lent to call all who've landed in the ditch, all who've forsaken their baptismal vows, their professions of faith, to, to call them to account. Hold in high esteem the words of our Lord. Hear the challenge announced afresh, even as it's spoken to Nicodemus. Unless one is born anew, born from above, you cannot see the kingdom of God. That was this unless part that sticks in the ear. It's this unless part that raises the bar so high, and yet it's this unless part that is a thread woven through every one of the gospel lessons. Think Matthew 5.20, for I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of scribes and Pharisees, you'll never enter the kingdom of heaven. Or think Matthew 18.3, truly I tell you, unless you change, and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Or think Luke 13, 3, but unless you repent, you will all perish. Or John 6, 44, no one can come to me unless drawn by the Father who sent me. Think John 6, 53, very truly, I tell you, unless you eat of the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you will have no life in you. Or John 13, unless I wash you, you'll have no share with me. Or Luke 9, 62, unless you leave the plow without looking back, you'll not be fit for the kingdom of God. How, how high the bar is set. And somehow, every one of these passages seems to be anticipated in this very simple saying to Nicodemus right here at the beginning of John's Gospel, unless one is born from above, unless one is born anew, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Do you see, to be born of the Spirit, to be born from above, is to wander no longer. To be born again is to walk in the full stature of Christ. To be born from above is to see the satisfaction of your longing in the cross and empty tomb. To be born again is to live in the hope that God has redeemed you and has made possible the redemption of the whole world in the person of Son. From ashes to fire from the despair of the cross to the exhilaration of the empty tomb, from the disparate voices of those bound by sin to the collective, unified, exhilarating exclamation of the paschal shout. I say, take the hand up from the ditch. Set your feet on higher ground, on the pilgrim's way. The new fire is in sight. Be born again. Be born from above that you may see the kingdom of heaven and thrive, that you may see the whole of creation released from bondage 
and live. Amen.